8 Robinsons TV presents a Yellow Tub Creative Production. Rooted in Love Show. You are watching the Rooted in Love Show. Welcome to the Rooted in Love Show with the Robinson Boys. With uh, Angelo and Gerald Mr. Gerald Barr. We're here with our good friend Lincoln Coulter, and we've been having some great discussions these past few weeks. And we really just want to kind of summarize where, where you got. We want to talk about right now. I know you. I met you as an author too. So yeah. you had these well, books. You had me with the yeah, book. I remember working on the book. Yeah. And so we 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 really let's get into like what do you have going on now and yeah. and, and just. Well, yeah, life going on right right now. I'm really, I'm, I feel so free. Mm-hmm. As if I'm free from the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I feel as if you know the box. I was in a big box, mm-hmm. and all of the walls of the box have broken down, and mm-hmm. I'm free to do the Lord's work. Nice. So I say I'm available. I'm available. I've, I've turned on a lot of companies, or they turn me down because they look on my website and they see his business partners. What is his about? One one lady almost said, "That kind of macho kind of, you know, macho kind of, you know." <laughs> right. That is the because it's the Lord. His business. I'm his business partner. I'm about his business mm-hmm. kind of deal. And I'm sorry, what's in me is going to in, going to come out. Yes. What's in me is going yes. to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Mario helped me with, with this book, uh, The Boost for the Day. He did the, the, the design of the cover. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> and and that's my hand. Now, again, how the world works. This thing started way back in 2002. I was in Houston, Texas. Okay. And in my office, I had this calendar with the Bible verse. And I read all those calendars. And one of my colleagues came into the office and she said, I like that. I said, well, I can send it to, to you every day. So would you do that? Sure. So it started with that one person. Wow. It started with that one person. And she tell another person, another, and it's all organic. And then I no longer needed the calendar. Mm. And this is what I would do. I would hold the Bible in my hand. The last thing before I go to bed, I would hold the Bible in my hand. And I said, Lord, Show me the verse that I need to, to expose to your people tomorrow. And may your word be nourishing to all those who would read it. And I will open the Bible. And whichever verse my eye, that's the verse. Oh, wow. wow. It goes. And sometimes, guys, I'm typing the verse and what am I going to say about this? Right. What am I going to say? But I'm typing the verse, he's telling me what to say. Come right to you. He's telling me what to say. And then, it's also a, a, like a tool I'm encouraging people on every page, on every day, it says, God bless me today when he, God bless, and look for that special blessing that you and you alone got. And I'm telling right. people, don't say you woke up this morning because the rest of the world woke up too. <laughs> you know, look for your special, and just to give you an example, on January today, was January the 8th, um, in 2019, I wrote in here, let me have breakfast with GMCU, that's Grace United Methodist Church men, and lunch with Ken, Luke, Lenny. That was my special blessing. And sent Omar to in- install the backup camera on my car. I like that. I'll say that right <laughs> quick because 
people have been taught through movies, media, and just yeah. that blessings are these huge miracles. Yes, and then, and production. Then, yeah, and then how did God use me today? I got to say the prayer lunch. And it's simple. It's, it's very yeah. just you. <laughs> and, and you know, and then the third thing is I need to ask God to forgive me today for getting angry with Jordan, my grandson. <laughs> you know? So this, this was, Mario's helped me with this. I'm actually redoing it, re-editing it, and I know okay. getting to republish it. And then the second book is titled, With Passion, Stop Working, Start Performing. Stop Working, Start Performing. And I know when the seed was planted in my head. I was living in Houston that time, it was September 1995. Mm -hmm. I just moved there and a colleague got two tickets to a football game. And his son didn't want to go, so he asked me if I wanted to go. I said, hold on, hold on, let me make a phone call. And those guys, if you're married, you know who I'm going to call. <laughs> I called my wife, Vilma, and I said, hey, B, what are we doing after church on Sunday? And, and my wife is a CPA, you know, she's a very detail-oriented girl. She said, why? Right. I said, well, Joe gave me offer to take me to the game on Sunday. She said, okay, you got to go. You can go, no problem. I had just moved from Miami to Houston. Guess who the Houston Oilers is playing? Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Dan Marino is still throwing the football. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm in this stadium. 80,000 people. Every seat is filled. Wow. And, and, the, and it's, I've never been in an atmosphere like that before. Right. I know I'm happy, noise, right. and, you know, and by halftime, half of the people were drunk and the other half <laughs> were waiting. I must right. have been the only sober guy. <laughs> and then, guys, in the third quarter, everything went silent. I stopped hearing all the noise. And a voice is in my head, and the voice is talking to me. And the voice knew my name. And the voice, this is how the conversation went. Lincoln, I haven't seen you so happy and excited and overjoyed in a long time, man. Come tomorrow, Monday morning, where would all this joy go? Tuesday, Wednesday, what yeah. if you could find a way to bottle how you're feeling right now right. and apply it to what you do every day? Ooh, and that was when that seed was planted <laughs> in my head. You know, I had just relocated there, was rebuilding a team, you know, kind of deal. So that was put on the back burner. It was when I came to Atlanta and in 2001, I put pen to paper and I wrote this, this book. Wow. And the pen just wrote. The only thing I had to research was the biblical references. Okay. That's the only book I opened. Right. And the pen just flowed. And you know, people talk about passion. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard a lot of speakers talk about passion. Bring your passion. Coaches ask for the team. Where's your heart? Really? Where's your heart? But what I the Lord gave me a definition of passion. So that anybody at any level can appreciate it, understand it, believe in it, and apply it to what they do every life. The P in passion stands for pride. People who have a passion for what they do, they take pride in what they do. Right. right. At the end of it's like an artist. You're an artist, Angelo. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you look at your day and you can sign it at the bottom because you did your best today. That's it. And I, I it doesn't matter if you're a janitor, if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're the president of the company, but did you do your best today? That's it. Are you proud of what you did today? 
take pride. That, the pride I'm talking about here is not the hoity-toity type of chip on the shoulder pride. I got the penthouse office. I got the I got the biggest house in the neighborhood. I got more, right. more money in the bank than you. No, 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 no. This is a personal pride. Right. And then the A is attitude. Your attitude towards life determines life's attitude towards you. Mm. You know, think positive. Look for that silver lining in every situation. We find what we look for. Like when I got cut from, from Cox, and, and in the moment I was disappointed. I was kind of hurt. But then what, what a, a whole new world opened up to me. Right now, what's going on in our world in the COVID and, you know, people are complaining, I can't go to the bar, we can't go to the game, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. Look at what you can do. Exactly, exactly. Look at what you can do. Look at what you can do. You, I like to tell people, you know, your, this, this might be the biggest monthly expense, expense of the average human being. Your rent or your mortgage. Before the pandemonium, how much time you spend in this place? You know? Now the Lord has moved all that away, put you in your home, and you have to enjoy your what you're paying for. What you're paying for. Enjoy. People get to work from home. You don't have to risk your life driving on the highways and the byways. And you, look at me. I, I do workshops, I do seminars, I do one on one coaching, I do everything virtual. Before yeah. I used to have to travel, I'm sleeping in a hotel room, I don't know what happened in this room last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. You know, get out of the Think about all the time it took to fly into this to California, right. fly back, kind of deal. I could be doing something productive. Yeah. Now I'm, do, you know, like this week on Monday, I did a workshop and, and all the participants were from Trinidad and I'm in Georgia in my, living, in my office. Shop for Rooted in Love Show merchandise at www.the8robinsons.com No, I'm, you know, like, this week, on Monday, I did a workshop, and, and all the participants were from Trinidad, and I'm in Georgia, in my, in my office. And then yeah. in Trinidad, and on Wednesday night, I do a Bible study. I got a guy from India, I got two, two guys from Barbados, I got three or four guys from Trinidad, and five other states. Wow. If it were not for COVID, we would not be using this technology. Mm -hmm. We would still be flying crazy all over the world, tiring ourselves, burning out ourselves, stressed out. So the A, look for the silver lining. Right. We find what we look for. Attitude towards life determines life's attitude towards you. The S is special. The S is special. Look at what the marketing world is telling us. They're telling we guy to be a good guy, you gotta be six foot two. You gotta have a six pack like Jared. We disqualified. You gotta have a six pack, you know, and, and you're gonna be either like Denzel, or you're gonna be like Matt Damon, right. or you're gonna be like somebody. The girls, they're telling the girls, your hair has to be a certain color, you gotta have a certain shape, you gotta right. have a certain weight, right. and, and, and you wanna wear this particular perfume, and they're buying it there, and they're right. making right. a difference. There are only two reasons why everybody should know that you're special and it doesn't cost a dime. Number one is God created you. God created you in His image. The Almighty God created you. In, and guess what, people? You only made one of you. 
Right. <laughs> one on one. In the whole wide world, right. there is only one of us, of each of us in this. That makes you more unique than a diamond. Yeah. Now, you're special. So when you look in the mirror, don't see a work in progress or something right. that no, needs to be completed. That. No. Unique, one of a kind, created in his image. Right. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if everybody looked like Matt Damon or Denzel Washington or, or, or um, one of those beautiful girls, the world would be a boring place. Yes, so right is you think God knew what he was doing. Right. God knew he was yeah. special. And then the next S is service. People have a passion for what they do. They see everything that they do as a service to yes. their fellow man. Yeah. If you don't provide a, a great, exceptional service, to your people, internal, external people, you're not going to be around for long. You're not going to be in business. Mario will tell you when we worked at Auto Trader, one of their values was SOS, simply outrageous service. Yes. Too many people in the world, the business will are settling for okay. And that's why we have so many recall right. taking place. Right. Because somebody did not do a complete job, did not go all over the way, <laughs> and they said that would work, and they sent it out and risk people life. <laughs> The I is initiative. People have a passion for what they know. They don't have to be told. They see something that needs to be done, they do it. It does not even have to be their job. You see some people, you know, when I do this workshop live, I would tear up a couple pieces of paper and throw it all in the front of the room by the door, and I'm listening to see what the response is going to be. And this is what I hear. People come in the first person. What happened? The janitor didn't come to work today? Uh, uh, person, who made this mess and they didn't clean it up? And then one or two people will get down. Pick it up. Put it in the garbage. Right. Initiative. Take initiative. And then, and I add another eye, integrity. Integrity. Mm. I've never met a human being who said to me, Lincoln, I don't have any integrity. There are a lot of people who claim to have integrity, but they need to go back and learn what integrity <laughs> is all about, right? I found a, a little simple definition that I'd like to share with you from the book, a guy named Alan Fine in his book. You already know how to be great. Say, do, co. Say, do, co. Say what you want to do. Do what you said you were going to do and communicate when you can. Nice. Simple yeah, integrity, because sometimes you have all good intentions, but things happen. Like I, I'm going to meet you at 5 o'clock, but on your way, it's a lot. my wife called me and she wanted me to do something else. You know, she's more important than you. I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> call, call and reschedule. You know, don't just leave people hanging. Right. Say the code. Uh, and then the O in fashion is ownership. This is our time, people. This is our world. Our church, this is not the pastor's church, this is our church, this is our community, our home. Right. Our, this is not Biden's home, this is the country, this is our country. We are citizens of this, take ownership. Take ownership, yep. that's what we believe. Yep. Oh, and the end is never give up. Too many yep. people give up too quickly. The first obstacle, yep. uh, right. the common life, they never give up. They give up, never give up. Think about if Jesus had given up on us sinners. So these then forget about them. They're not going to change. Right? <laughs> he didn't give up. And the greatest victory statement ever made in the whole wide world was, it is finished. Yeah. It is finished. He did not give up. He followed his example. Never give up. 
Who friend? Yeah. What passion is on? I feel like we just got the workshop. My heart beat fast. Yeah. 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 So, so, so my my mission is to right. teach more people about passion. We can encourage more people to get the book. It's on Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble. If you want a signed copy, you can go to my website and get and order it. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. put a link up for you. Yeah. Well. Click the link and, and, go there. and then the other thing is social and emotional intelligence. That's big. Social and emotional intelligence. Our education system is so focused on IQ. Yes. And neglecting EQ. But EQ is 80% over IQ. Our behavior, how we behave, 80% of how we behave is influenced in part by how we feel. And if you stop and think about it a little bit, you will agree with that, that 80% of how we behave is equal to how we feel. Yes. People don't know how smart you are. Right. They don't exactly. see all your certificates and you don't walk around with your certificates, kind of deal, but they see how you behave. Right. And they judge you based on your behavior. Right. They judge you based on your, on your behavior. Now, social emotional intelligence is all about being aware of your triggers. What make you happy? What make you sad? What make you angry? What causes anxiety in your life? Because when you are, when you are aware of something, now you can do it. I mean, it's like having a road, a, a road sign for life. You're driving down, a, like I was driving mm. here for the first time. There are signs, sharp curve ahead. You know, right. 35 miles per hour. Right. Kind of to keep you steep here ahead. Single lane, kind of deal. So you guide you how to drive through life. That's what this tool is all about. Self-awareness, self-management. Self-management, don't let other people manage you, you manage yourself. Wow. Other than awareness, being aware of the people around you because we have to live with people. Yes, true. And then relationship management. We're all in relationship. You have brothers, that's a relationship. Right. Wives, that's a relationship. Children, that's another relationship. Work relationship. Right. You know, church, brothers, that's another relationship. But great relationships only happen if it's well managed. I do believe that. Well managed, yeah, and there are ten components you know, about yeah, and how that's to manage. Me. So that's my what I'm focusing yeah, on right now. That's a lot <laughs> in my life. But, <laughs> but I I feel your passion for it. I feel yeah. your I feel your energy for you know. So I, I I appreciate you just for being authentic. And not coming off as somebody just trying to make a dollar. Oh, no, no. You're going to live what yeah, the you, talk. You, you live the talk. You're live the talk. I don't want to end this segment, though, without... <laughs> I, I need to know about this. <laughs> oh, I thought about it. like, man, we can't end without this. This is a whole in one. Yes. I, I don't know anybody made a whole in one. <laughs> well, let me tell you about this. I, I, I've played a sport since I could walk, as I told you. When I came to America, cricket was not popular, you know, yeah, to play, and then soccer was not popular. I picked up golf at 50, and that's another good story, how I picked up golf. I, I just relocated to Houston, I went the first Sunday I go to this church, they greeted me, welcomed me, hey, we have a golf out there next week, you want to come play with us? I said, I never play golf, don't worry, we will teach you. I don't have club, we'll get you some club. Well, I had left-handed. That's okay, we'll get you left-handed club. Oh, wow. <laughs> I pay my 50 bucks and I show up at the golf course. They give me the club and they tell me go on the range and do what those other people are doing. <laughs> 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 I go there, 
I, I, I'm looking around, I'm feeling like a real, I'm nervous, you know. Mm. I see they put the ball down on a little stick kind of thing. I put it on, I swing the club around, I, I miss the ball. <laughs> I did a swing again, I miss the ball again. After about five attempts, finally I make contact. I'm looking for the ball. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Because on the team they put me with, we won the tournament. Really? Oh, yes. And they used my ball twice. <laughs> so I kind of got hooked on it. And then in, okay. on, the, on October 5th, 2013, on this part three in by play. You know, a hole in one is 90% luck, 10% skill. Right. Yeah, right. So this is another blessing. You know, every time I stand in front of the uh, a party.